Hey, welcome to the talk, Graham. Howdy. Um, so, this will be our fourth episode. I believe so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll be our fourth episode. And uh, as of yesterday, I just put this thing up so that it would distribute out mm -hmm. to, you know, the podcast sphere. And so far, initial reactions of people have been good. Good. I don't know how many people actually listen to it <laughs> yeah. yet. But, All uh, three of them love it. <laughs> that first, uh, yes, <laughs> listener. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The listener. So, um, you know, and I think that, uh, I mean, I had a chance to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I listened to our first podcast like four times. <laughs> uh, I had a chance to listen to it in the car mm -hmm. and then just on my phone. And, you know, I think it comes across good. I think we're faking it pretty good here. Yeah. Well, you fake it till you make it. And mm -hmm. that's, that's always been my experience. So. Well, you know, if you could truncate that faking period into, <laughs> yeah, you know, as period, short yeah. as you can. <laughs> so I feel like at this point we're in the real make it. And, uh, mm -hmm. and just if it's going to be talking about just general stuff that we yeah. deal with here at Heel Toe and automotive enthusiast things. Mm -hmm. I, I was thinking, what are we gonna talk about today? And I was actually taking some photographs of product mm -hmm. and I have some PLM parts that just came in. Cool. I'm trying to do this thing where I take pictures of all the stuff that I've got, multiple pictures, detail shots. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm just really trying to differentiate our store so that it looks you know, different than the next guy's yeah, store. Because yeah. anybody that sells PLM, most of them are gonna have the same picture that PLM has on their website. Yeah, and that always drove me batty as a buyer, being like, this is a generic photo of an exhaust, you know? You like, can totally tell. What is, like, just when I was looking for a Fiesta exhaust, I was like, does this one have a double tip, a single tip? Is it, like, what is it actually made of? And yeah. depending on what site you're on, it's a different photo, but it's always just a generic photo. It's like really obvious that they didn't pull it out of a and box. And you know, to be honest with you, pulling an exhaust system out of a box a or a coilover kit yeah. out of a box to take the pictures, it's really a pain in the ass. It takes yeah. a long time. No doubt. It takes a long time. And then you got to like pack it back up again mm -hmm. so as to make it look like you didn't just do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had somebody list. get pissed at me like a oh, few yeah. weeks ago. The floor mat guy? Yeah. 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 We sent this guy yeah. some floor mats and he was like, oh, these were open previously. Were you just doing regular quality checks? And I said, well, they come from Honda. They, we yeah. know they're good quality. Yeah. I was actually using it to take pictures. And he started grilling me. Well, I don't know. I looked at your website while we're talking. It's the same picture that it was before. So what's up? I don't appreciate you opening. I'm like, oh, man, really? Like, Big I guess on a certain level, yeah. I kind of understand. But we're talking about not necessarily hard to get floor mats yeah. that your feet go on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like condition kind of says anything on that. You yeah. Know? I, I felt but, a little bad, but also he was being like rude enough that I felt not bad at all. <laughs> so, you went in feeling bad and you left being like, well, okay, all right. Maybe he's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. It could be. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet in the middle. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He's persnickety. I yeah. Guess. He should, should yeah. have sent from the other one. Anyway, that's a little off topic. I'm yeah, taking yeah, these yeah. pictures, right? Mm -hmm. And I have the PLM. I'll be our time master today. Oh, what do you have? Five, five thirty-two. Are we currently. trying to monitor our time? We gotta, we gotta just keep some track. You know, folks, <laughs> we don't really know how long to make this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I've listened to them that are 10, 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and I'll listen to fifty of them. You know, or or one of them, and then I've got some that are like an hour. And then mm -hmm. just, when I hop in my car, it starts playing. And then, you know, maybe it takes me three or four trips to get through a whole episode. But yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, format. I don't really necessarily have a problem with either one. Mm -hmm. Just 
the this is sort of like an open conversation format that we're doing, mm -hmm. and so I think that some topics are just going to be longer than yeah. That. Well, of course, of course. Uh, listener, if you have a preference yes. for how long you would like your podcast to be, let us know. Can't promise you we're going to stick to that it. at all. Yeah, but we'll yeah. keep it in mind. <laughs> but we'll keep it in mind. Yep. So um, that being said, okay, so. Where was I? Oh, taking the pictures. I yeah. had this PLM J-Pipe. Mm -hmm. And for the exact same application, I knew that I had in the back an RV6 uh, branded J-Pipe. Cool. Now, we already know that PLM is private label manufacturing, which mm -hmm. is sort of their nice way of saying these are Chinese ripoff parts. <laughs> Let's just call a spade a spade, right? Uh, <laughs> nobody thinks that PLM is innovating anything. And if they do, they're just naive and mm -hmm. incorrect. They're just wrong. Right. Um, but hey, you know, that's part of the industry. RV6 has developed their own products. They build many things in the United States. They get some stuff from overseas too, mm -hmm. but the quality is very good. They put extra time and attention. They cost more clearly than yeah. a knockoff part. But it led me to say, well, let's take pictures of both. And then I had them both in front of me so that I could see mm -hmm. some of the differences between the two. Yeah. Now, I'm not here today to enumerate the differences between a PLM J-Pipe yeah, and an RV6 J-Pipe. Yeah. But it, it's a question that comes up all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I've got the legit <laughs> part right here, that the one that everybody at least wants to have. Mm -hmm. And then I've got the cheap alternative, the one that people want to buy. Yeah, brand A and brand B. Right, yeah. like I wanna buy this one because it appears to be the same thing but for less money, but I wanna have that other one, yeah. right? Yep. But, you know, so what do we do? For a long time, I was staunchly against selling the PLM brand just because I know that they don't really innovate their own stuff. Yeah. Maybe there's a few things that they do you know, and I sell the product, and if the owner of PLM hears this and gets pissed, guess what, dude? You copy stuff. <laughs> like, sorry, nobody feels bad for sorry you. Sorry, you don't okay? like how you work. I'm sorry, you don't like your business model. <laughs> but that's what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of pride that goes into the RV6 parts. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of putting parts in people's hands on the PLM front. So, mm -hmm. which one is right? Which one should you do? What's right? What's wrong? Yeah. I mean, that's a valid question. It's something that I've struggled with a lot as I've kind of grown up in car dumb is like, you know, at 20, I'm like, oh my God, this is killing me. Like, how much is that header? It's, you know, $600, $700 it's insane. So I've not only looked like for a DC sports, but I looked for like a used DC sports, you know, and I'm like, well, if I get like a real low mileage. Which is funny that you say that because you know? when I started doing this, DC mm -hmm. sports wasn't only the best brand. It was like the brand. The brand. There oh. were, were, there were Eibach Springs, Coney Shocks, DC headers, <laughs> maybe three or four different intakes. That's funny. Akimoto, RS Akimoto DC intakes, and <laughs> AEM was just starting. Yeah. It's just funny to hear that. DC was well, where we settle. And that's that's where <laughs> nowadays. I, that's where I personally settle. There's always lower, cheaper stuff. There's like the what is it? A agency power, I think. Agency power is an in-house brand for vivid racing. Okay. So and at least it was when it started. I don't and know if there's it's like there's a bunch of other cheap brands. I don't too. think that's a necessarily cheap brand, but I think it's a store trying to make more money by having their own brand. Well, I can tell you on the Subaru platform, their stuff was half the price of everything else. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, there's got to be a reason, right? And that's the problem. Like, you were just talking about, you only have these generic photos. It's like, 
even if you had really detailed comparison photos, most people, especially just laymen and cheap laymen, people who just showed up to the party kind of, they don't really appreciate what the hell that extra $500 buys. Well, you know, to be, to be very blunt about it, mm -hmm. a lot of people these days, I could have put both J-pipes in front of them and, and they would have had a hard ass time yeah. telling me which one was yeah. the quote unquote better one. Yeah. And uh, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like what? It, they're both made of metal. Yeah. The PLM one's a little shinier. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the welds on the RV6 ones are a little, you know, have a little bit more of the pretty coloring. Yeah. Um, but I mean, until you really know what to look for, you might not even really notice much of a difference. Yeah, sure. I mean, I remember reading about grades of steel in headers. Yeah. And like, I don't recall everything I read about it, but when I was looking at Subaru headers, I was like, why the hell would this header set be like $1,500 where you can get these other ones for like a couple hundred? Some of it was the way it was designed, like the tube lengths and the primary lengths and that kind of stuff. And then some of it was the weight of the steel that they'd used, mm -hmm. um, how they had welded it, MIG, TIG, etc. Yeah. Um, and all these things are so nuanced that, yeah, it's like, unless you really breathe and sleep and eat this stuff. You may not know. Yeah. And so you kind of just have to take, take the prices and the people's yeah. word for it. Yeah, and you just kind of go, I guess that's worth more because it's more expensive. Well, you know, um, if you, what I would share between the two J-Pipe experiences yeah. that I had opening them up is, you know, there's all kinds of RV6 branding inside the RV6 box. You know, mm -hmm. the part has like a laser cutout, one of the brackets, it has their laser logo lasered into it, and mm -hmm. then there's got a little plaque on it that says what it is and what it's for. The PLM, nothing, right? Yeah. But it was made the same way, right? Mm -hmm. Like it had the same little cut and splice sections around some of the really tight turns. Mm -hmm. um, it, it looked like the same pipe made by somebody else. Sure. Um, so, the, you know, that's just without measuring anything. Mm -hmm. And I did, I do with some of these pictures, you know, one of the things that if I'm taking the time to open the pipe and take all these detailed pictures, I'll get up my caliper and measure yeah. the flanges. And so you can see, oh, the outlet of this one is this side, the mm -hmm. outlet of this one is that size. There are a little bit of variance between the two, you know, to, to sort of, they're made differently by different people, but mm -hmm. it's, one of those situations where if I didn't have the opportunity to see both of these in front of me and I'm looking at them both on the internet and yeah. one of them is, you know, $350 or $400 and the other mm -hmm. one is $450 or $500. Who would know? And then, they, and yeah. then the customer asked me, well, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. And I could say, well, you know, the RV6 gaskets are much nicer. Mm -hmm. It comes with more and a little bit better hardware. Yeah. Um, the fabrication is a little nicer, mm -hmm. you know, integrity wise, is one going to break more than the other? Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say, right? Yeah. You know, anybody can have a failure like that, but. Well, and it varies by use too. I put a little bit of a uh, teaser uh, for this podcast up in the Heel Toe Corner Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got a few people like, oh, I'm all RV6. And then I got a few people that were like, oh, I've got PLM. Mm -hmm. And one guy said, well, you know, they're both quote unquote stainless, but the RV6 one, it's a better grade. Getting back to your metallurgy yeah, question yeah. or statement, the, the stainless steel that mm -hmm. PLM uses will show all kinds of surface rust yeah. and, and it'll look kind of ugly after a very short period of time. Yeah. I haven't seen that myself. That's just what this guy said. Mm -hmm. um, hey, you know what? And I've seen that too. I've seen you know, oh yeah, this is aluminum. And then it develops like surface rust. Yeah. Like, and you're like, that well, it sure feels like aluminum. Yeah. It's really light and 
but why is it rusting? That seems weird. So these uh, materials that they use in sort of your alternative manufacturing, mm -hmm. you never really 100% know what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, RV6, when they buy their material, they're getting it from a steel mill in a certain mm -hmm. grade, and it's got to be that grade, otherwise, you know, it wouldn't be a reputable steel company. Yeah. Presumably, that's where they're a reputable company. Mm -hmm. So, just the material cost alone is going to bump you up into a different price category mm -hmm. for a product. That alone could double the cost. Yeah. Um, you know, all these little things that RV6 does that PLM doesn't do. Yeah it adds up to a pretty big cost difference. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if PLM made more money per pipe than RV6 does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though the pipe on the RV6 side is more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, but what it really leads to is this bigger conversation of which one should I buy? Yeah, right. Well, is it worth it to me? Yeah. I think that um, to answer that question, it really comes down to like, what are you trying to do with the car? Yeah. And what kind of car enthusiast are you? Well, yeah, and what kind of money do you have too, you know? Because I've, I've always thought of myself as somewhat uncompromising, but when I was younger, I compromised that. Yeah, but that, there's an age component there. <laughs> yeah. With age comes appreciation for sure. what your money is worth yeah. to you, number one. Mm -hmm. And also, it comes with the experience of knowing that this is the difference between part A and part B. Yeah. Where do you get that experience from? Yeah. Time. From a yeah. from a history of buying shitty parts, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you have spent more time with lesser grade parts, mm -hmm. eventually you're going to learn the lesson yeah. that you are paying more for something that is a little bit better, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to better make those decisions of is this purchase worth the extra money to me, mm -hmm. right? In my particular car, yeah, you know, not. It, this comes up a lot with wheels. Right? Oh, yeah. There wheels are, are the replica wheels, yep. which, sidebar, there are no such thing as fake wheels. <laughs> They're all real wheels. They're real wheels. It's like all real. Wheels. Yeah. But there are <laughs> replicas, reproductions, yeah. ripoffs mm -hmm. versus what is called the genuine article. Genuine, yeah. right? Genuine meaning it is that actual brand as it is represented. Yeah. Unlike your, you brought in this I tile did. wastegate. Yes, I brought right? in a prop to tell a little story. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, audio <laughs> listener, you'll have to take our word for it, but I am holding in my hand a honest to goodness tile wastegate. Yeah, 38 millimeter. Apparently it's not a real tile it one. It is not. No, and I learned that the hard way. So this is Graham's. Okay, so t yeah. a little story with this yeah, wastegate. So the, I had an 07 WRX I was building up and I got an up pipe for a 38 millimeter wastegate. Now I'd already spent myself pretty stupid at this point, just on all the other shit that I was putting on the car. I had a turbo header, all this stuff, fuel system. And I was like, man, I would just love to find a cheap wastegate. Cause you know, it's a hunk of metal. It's got a giant piece of spring in it. Like it's not rocket science. They don't really wear down that much as long as the mileage isn't, you know, hundred thousand yeah. miles or trying to save a couple bucks. Yeah, and Cause I was it's like, not like, you know, Getting a used turbo is a little sketchy. Yeah, it gets a little freaky, but yeah. you know, it's, it's just a big flange with some vacuum ports. And as long as it all looked good to me, I was gonna buy it. So I, I was looking around on eBay and you know, eBay's tough because it's like you find these blatant knockoffs of these kind of things. Yeah. And you think to yourself, well, I don't really want a knockoff wastegate monitoring my boost pressure yeah. on this car. That like I'm it doesn't like, need to be amazing, but it yeah. also doesn't need to be, you know. Well, yeah, you don't want to roll the dice on <laughs> yeah. some of this stuff. So I was like, I'll get a used one. I found one on Craigslist, hundred bucks. 
So mm-hmm. like $200 off, and the guy said he was using it on like a Ford Ranger or something, but I was like, cool, it should work for my purposes. Get it all together, put the car together, trailer it to the shop, and I could just never, and I, I assumed it was user error, I just could not get the V-band flanges to sit properly mm-hmm. on this damn thing. It was supposed to go, um, you know, up pipe and then dump. Uh-huh. And Two ports. Yeah, uh-huh. and the dump would go on, but just barely. I couldn't quite screw it down, and then I just could not get the flange on the up pipe properly. And I bought a really nice up pipe, so I was like, it's got to be this, right? Uh-huh. So I had the guys at Cobb sort through this, try and figure it out, and they, they attempted this multiple times, different flanges, different, like, um, tools and things to, to stuff down in there because it's pretty cramped. And then eventually they were like, why don't we just sell you a new one? just so that we can be totally certain. And as they pulled it out of the box to sell me the new one, they started comparing it. And that was when they realized that this was actually a knockoff. Yeah. The shape of the A and the I is all just a little different. Some of the letter yeah. height is a little different. But I mean, this thing even has it cast into, Yeah. like this is a very They put a lot of energy into this thing. Yeah. yeah, it's really sophisticated. And I thought at they first- know they've got to get in there and replicate the packaging yeah. and all this when it's a new product. And I thought this was maybe like a, a Gen 1 or something, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not at all. It's just a really sophisticated knockoff. Yeah. So knockoff, yeah. not fake. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it it certainly would work if you welded directly to it, or whatever. Or maybe it wouldn't could. be a good idea. Who yeah, knows? I don't know what springs in it really, and it calls all these other things into question. Exactly. Because you judge it by its look at first. Right. And then you begin to realize, what is this the same grade of steel? Right. Is that the same spring? Yeah. Is it the same diaphragm? Right. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, you really don't know. And then this is why this is why there's a big push to like no fake parts. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get the genuine article. And I can say like the scariest fake part in my experience or or my line of thinking is easily racing seats and harnesses. Yeah. That is terrifying to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is literally your lifeline in a crash. And like just because it looked like carbon fiber or it looked like whatever. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time even. Carbon Kevlar. Yeah, uh, any kind of a carbon seat. Like, you know, they're good, but, you know, if I'm not spending at least a couple thousand dollars, it doesn't seem like I'm probably not getting a great seat. (laughs) Yeah, and do you want to find out what it means to have a bad seat when you crash? Yeah. Like, no, nobody wants to figure that out. No, no, not at all. Or wheels, again, is another really good example. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've seen... The wheel failures and mm-hmm. stuff. Well, you know, that can kind of thing can happen to, to even the best wheels. Sure. But, um, you know, if there's a difference between if I'm getting something that's a knockoff. Uh-huh. I'm getting something that's really just made differently. Yeah. Such as, you know, a cast wheel versus a forged wheel. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of automotive builds out there where it might be, like, sexy and fashionable and awesome to get some, like, forged Volk wheels. Yeah. But... Yeah. It's not really necessary for many, many people's yeah. cars. And so just because you haven't plunked all the way down for that, maybe you went you know, down the scale into a nice cast wheel, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. perfectly fine Instead too. NKs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, NKs or, or uh, uh, Koenigs. Koenigs, yeah. Yeah, all yeah. great wheels that mm-hmm. don't necessarily break the bank because they don't have the most exotic manufacturing yeah, process. Yeah, they're not forged or But or also, you know they're made well. Mm-hmm. They've got a good reputation uh, for quality and durability. Yeah. So when it comes to buying the parts, you know, whether it's fake or genuine, you definitely want to have a genuine, not a knockoff part, yeah. if you can. Um, you know, certain copycat wheel companies, 
uh, like Rhoda, Rhoda is, is one classic. of Rhoda is yeah. the number one, yeah. right? Which have always had somewhat of a you know a, a, <laughs> they a shatter side like glance. Glass. They shatter yeah. like glass. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know what? They're not out of business. No, they no. make tons of wheels. I think they're actually probably pretty decent wheels. They just can't come yeah. up with their own designs. Yeah, well, because well, there's a lot of research and development that goes into that. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. the iconic looking wheel like a mm -hmm. Desmond or like a Mugen MF8 or MF10 yeah. or the TE37 or any number of wheels that Rota has knocked off. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of originality. Mm -hmm. So, you know, are those wheels appropriate to buy, right? That's where you start getting and say like, well, the wheel company is reputable enough to make a good wheel. Mm -hmm. They don't have a penchant for breaking all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, if you buy a replica wheel, you're basically going to build a replica cool car. Mm -hmm. That ultimately is, is what the reality of it is. So if you're younger, just getting started, maybe your car isn't even really that nice, but you do want to buy some wheels for yeah. it. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting something that's, you know, a cheaper wheel. Yeah. Even, I dare say, a knockoff wheel, as long as it's not trying to present itself as the genuine article, which Rhoda never does. No. They don't try to sell a wheel that's like, you know, it's always been a slipstream. It's mm -hmm. not an SW388 spoon wheel. Yeah. So there's a dis difference between eh and eh. And, you know, and even like what PLM is doing, they're calling it their own J-pipe. You know, they're not trying to pass it off as another, another yeah. or better J-pipe. Yeah. It's, it's like, I mean, in my day job, I, I do... Uh, graphic design and I make packaging for a lot of things that come in from China and there are an enormous amount of what you would call knockoffs and it's basically like they took the original part they studied it and then they kind of just reverse engineered they it. made it similar well right never the same and it's yeah it's hard to appreciate the quality that you lose until you have broken it or it has failed yeah or it has let you down somewhere. You gotta run through that a couple of times sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't have any specific examples to give right now, mm -hmm. but I've just bought enough car parts and used them on my car to know that, you know, okay, I'm just doing this. I can cheap out a little bit. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't fit, I'll make it fit. It's not a big deal, yeah. right? I can take that, um, you know, so-called mm -hmm. risk of the part not being the greatest mm -hmm. and know what I'm getting into. The difference between me now and me 30 years ago, well, that's too many years. <laughs> Maybe 20-ish years ago, 25 okay. years ago, mm -hmm. is that the person back then didn't really know how to handle it when something didn't work right. Yeah. So I had to learn that kind yeah. of thing. And so I think that there's actually is a place in the market for some of these cheaper alternative products mm -hmm. because that's the young people need to buy those parts. Yeah. It's the same people that get the McDonald's jobs. You know, like well, yeah. these jobs are there for people who are starting out to learn. You're supposed to get a crappy job at first. Mm -hmm. and McDonald's may be a fine place to work. I wouldn't know because I never worked there. But it's not as nice as, you know, stepping up the rung and getting a, sure. a, into a better company and a better job. This, that escalation happens as you grow mm -hmm. and mature. And when you do that growth and maturity, you understand, you know, First of all, you can afford more because you make more money. Yeah, and then hopefully. second of all, because you have been around the block enough times to know that not to cheap out on this or that. Yeah. And you don't have to be young. I said youth people, but some people just get into this car modifying thing, you know, in their middle or late 30s. Yeah. And yeah. they don't necessarily know 
why one part costs more than the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, I know. That can be really hard to catch up on, honestly. Because like, if you started getting into the car game when you were in your teens, then some of this stuff becomes second nature by the time you're like 20, mid-20s. But yeah, if you enter at 30, it's like you've already kind of occupied so much of your time with all these other things. Maybe you have a family and kids and all this stuff. And it's like even to commit the kind of time and research to figure out what the difference is in stainless steel grades or oh, What are you going to do? You're going to go online and just poke around in a Facebook group yeah. and then what are they going to tell you? Yeah. Whatever they've got. All kinds and of And you know, you never know who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. This is a big pet peeve of mine is that you get somebody asking a question in a forum. Yeah. You don't know who that person is. Yeah. And then you get the answers and hell, you don't God, know who the enough. people answering are either. Yeah. So you got people who are potentially inexperienced mm -hmm. and not only really doing what other people have told them to do, giving yeah. advice to other folks mm -hmm. who maybe have more experience and don't have the same level of perspective. Yeah. It's a shit show. It is, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the only way that I ever felt that I had actually learned something on the internet was once I'd heard it like 10 times, you know, from mm -hmm. multiple sources all over the place. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this seems to corroborate this. It's kind of like when you're doing, getting like an eyewitness statement. If you're like a cop, yeah. you're like, so what color is the car? And you're like, oh, it's blue. And then you ask the next guy, he's like, oh, it's definitely pink. It and was you're silver like, for yeah. sure. But then, you know, you ask 10 people, how many people said silver? How many people said blue? How many people said pink? Yeah. We could reasonably assume probably blue. We could reasonably Whatever. assume that yeah, if everybody seemed to agree majority that it was blue, yeah. it becomes a little bit more of a fact. More of a fact yeah. to them in that situation. And you so, know, and, but and that's what it's like on the internet. It, it kind of can be, yeah. but ultimately, you know, that here we are wandering around don't necessarily know if the information we're getting is no, good. No, no. And you know, if things don't really add up, at some point you just have to pull the trigger. Yeah. You yeah, know, you so say, in order know. to know what's really the right one for you, sometimes you just have to, yeah. you know, just Try whip it. out the card and, and buy the thing mm -hmm. and understand that, you know, a car like my TSX, for example, mm -hmm. you know, I've got a lot of TSX customers and they'll pine over what's the, what's the right header to get? Mm -hmm. What's the best header to get? Yeah. And you know what? I've had like four different headers on my car. Mm -hmm. I've had three different suspension systems at <laughs> yeah. least and I need to put another one. I've had... Two different, three, three different exhaust systems. Mm -hmm. you, listen, if you're really deep in the enthusiast game, this isn't a one-time purchase anyway. No, so, never. You know, you could spend <laughs> the rest of your life going, you know, batty mm -hmm. over which one should I buy, when ultimately the best thing you could do is probably just pick what seems like the best to you, yeah. get a little public opinion, call your store, you know, your dealer like Heel Toe Automotive, mm -hmm. and say, hey, mm -hmm. what do you think of this or that? Hey, what do you think of the PLM? Hey, you know yeah. what? They fit. There's questionable fitment concerns. People have different feedbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously it's metal, it's welded. Yeah. It ain't gonna fall apart. Could you have a failure at some point? Of course. Sure you could. Yeah. But you know what? You're saving a bunch of money up front <clears throat> too. So if you don't really care about the brand, yeah. and if that that's the other thing that the brand brings, I'll get to in a second. But if you don't really care about that, mm -hmm. then sure, don't spend the extra money. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. then knowing in the back of my head that I'd done that person right mm -hmm. by giving them advice and saying like, if these are your important factors, mm -hmm. it'll work fine, right? Now, RV6, I told you about all the logos and branding yeah. that yeah. were inside the package and they give you like little candy, they used to give you a little <laughs> magnet and they, you know, they're just nice. And the people that run that company, uh, Rich and Ling, are just such nice people. Mm -hmm. They're like, some of the nicest people in this industry, right? Um, you almost kind of join a club of people <laughs> yeah. that have 
invested and have that level of pride mm-hmm. in their project. Yeah. So if you're trying to build a car that you're really proud of, mm-hmm. um, and part of that pride, you know, if you leave the fact that I didn't spend that much money on this on the table, right? right? If you kind of like put that aside, because that is a that is a thing to be proud of too. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you kind of take that spend out of the equation and just look at the product and you really say, hey, you know what? I love this car. I, I got it. It was the first. I'm the second owner. Yeah. You know, it's an amazing condition. I can't believe I found this whatever yeah. 2010 TL all-wheel drive in this kind of condition. Yeah. You know, do you really want to do that car yeah, that way by way. yeah you're gonna do it the cheap way yeah or, or are you gonna you know maybe take a little bit more time that car has been on the planet long enough it ain't getting any older now yeah you know like you could do it right and do it nice mm-hmm. and have some pride in it and uh you know i i really can't see having the pride angle on a plm part i just really can't yeah i can see buying it because it's the only one that's available Former employee David. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he built a Prelude, mm-hmm. and he needed a header. And yeah. DC stopped making them. He couldn't get one. Yeah. The PLM was the only place that had one for his car. H- and so you know what? He was pretty happy to get that. An H22? H22, yeah. He was pretty happy to get that header. And yeah. he, you know what? He and I have similar feelings about this, and he really did not want to buy a PLM header. But you know what? He did, because yeah. he had to, and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, so, so what? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, it gets so nitpicky sometimes trying to figure out what the day-to-day difference would be, having spent, you know, yeah, top, there is top none. dollar yeah, versus there, bottom dollar. There is none. Yeah. But, you know, in certain circles, yeah. you know, or, or car show, mm-hmm. certain circles, oh, yeah, you know, knockoff stuff. And then you're just going to get a side... Mm-hmm sideways glance and people won't necessarily be rude to you right but you won't get the respect or the street cred sure so maybe you don't care about that either but yeah i think at least for me personally i feel like there is you know kind of a range and you've got outliers that are insanely expensive and ridiculously cheap and i'm very wary of either end of that scale no no i'm like i'm like let's stay somewhere in the middle of the pack you know where you wouldn't necessarily regret it Maybe you'd wonder if, you know, the next rung up was a little better, but you won't really regret it. It won't keep you up at night. Yeah. But, like, for the Evo, you know, you can find exhausts as cheap as, like, three to $400 oh, yeah. on eBay. Mm-hmm. Or you can find them up to $4,000, like yeah. a full titanium exhaust system oh, yeah. with carbon fiber cans, and it's mental, you know? And I'm yeah. looking at it like, how, how could this possibly be? How does this even exist? Yeah, how could yeah. this possibly be worth this kind of money? Yeah, but you know, street cred for some people. Well, street it's, cred. It's and about and you know, if you're trying to put this into a shell, every once in a while you're going to get to a point where every little gram matters. Yeah, you know, I mean, it seems a little silly to talk about it in that respect, but you know, so, you know, people get obsessive. It's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. People well, get obsessive about these sorts of things. And, you know, you have you have show experience. I don't personally, but I know that if you're going to put your car on show, if you had some super rare exhaust system on it, everybody would stop and take a photo. Yeah, people everybody are interested in that. Yeah. yeah. The, the type of wheels that you have, whether or not they're genuine, what era they're from. Yeah. You know, and, you know especially when we're getting in a place now where the originality of things yeah. is becoming much more appreciated. Mm-hmm. Well, some of these, uh, you know, more cheaply made products just simply don't last as long. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what ends up being coveted, 
-hmm. you know, your Mugen parts, spoon parts of different generations, mm -hmm. stuff that actually can stand the test of time, yeah. you know, and become known brands over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people don't necessarily remember the cheap thing that came off of yeah. eBay, you know, it's just not like it, that kind of thing. And this could be like a blue sky, blue sky sort of conversation at this point. Mm -hmm. Of course, if I'm building a show car, I'm not going to build it on eBay, eBay parts. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, is that there are places for these parts. Yeah. People must buy cheap eBay knockoff parts so that they can truly appreciate <laughs> yeah. the extra time and energy and effort that goes into our more legitimate mm -hmm. and solid brands. Yeah. So I don't, yes, I carry the PLM product. Yeah, I would necessarily prefer to sell, you know, to a TSX guy, mm -hmm. a DC header or, you know, an ASP header. But, you know, I sell a lot of Weapon R and yeah. I sell PLM. And, you know, there's just a level for everybody. And I've got to be good with that, giving the market what it wants. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's going to ask me which one they should buy, I'm going to ask them some of these questions. Yeah. And um, hopefully that will help them get to the part that's right for them, which is really what our tagline, you know, personalized yeah. Honda and Acura enthusiast parts. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a personalization that comes with building a car. Definitely. And it's important to know, should I spend the money here or should I not? Yeah. Are you, I mean, and really it's like, are you going to care, you know? Are you going to care? Because exactly. you're, you're the one that drives it every day. And you're the one that's going to park it at the end of the day and, and turn out the lights in the garage. And, you know, that's you. That's just your mm -hmm. car. So are you going to be okay with it? Totally. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was the topic. Um, yeah. You know, just came up today and I thought it would be a good thing to talk about. You know, we've got, I've got so many of these things that I would love to talk about. And I just yeah. think planning an episode out, I'm just one topic will come to me yeah that well, day i'm positive this, <laughs> so. is, this is a universal topic too i mean it's something that you have to face every time you build a car and even as you get older and your decisions change you still have to make them every time absolutely well you know heel toes here the internet groups are there we do have the heel toe corner facebook group which i'm not pressuring you to join or anything like that but the people that are in that group it started with a curated set of people that I know mm -hmm. of all kinds of different walks of cardom and lifedom. And I don't think you would ever get bad advice in there, just some perspective. And, uh, you know, it's a good place to maybe ask some questions if you, if you want to. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, you can call or, or text heel toe, email us, and we'll give you some opinions, whatever it's worth, you know, to yeah. you. Or you could just click around and do what everybody else says to do. Either way. Yeah. Or uh, just buy something. Or just buy something. Roll the All dice. Right. <laughs> well, folks, uh, thanks for listening. And um, hope you join us for the next one. Yeah. Take it easy. Bye.